Welcome to this podcast. It is glad to come your way once again. And my name is Beatrice Yakubu. If we haven't met before, this podcast is a social marketing success podcast where I help individuals, I help small businesses to be able to stand out on social media, to uh, take the advantage and the power of social media to be able to market their businesses to reach far and wider um, wider client clientele, so to speak. I also do uh, financial education where I educate families on how to become debt-free and also how to become financially independent. So that is what I do. In today's episode, I would like to talk about a new beginning. In terms of new beginning, what is it about? What about new beginning? We are in a new year also, which happens to be a new decade. How exciting is that? There are so many things that are going on in people's heads, probably in your mind, on how you would want this year, uh, 2020, to pan out or how you would want the rest of the decade to, to look like. In fact, when we are setting goals, uh, the aim of setting goals is to ensure that we are reaching out and making a statement of what it is that we want and also when do we want it by and kind of ensuring that we are remaining focused to um, to achieve those goals. So potentially you started uh, 2020 with um, sometimes probably with regrets about the fact that 20, 20, 2019 did not quite work out the way you did you you planned it. Uh, sometimes that could be a knockoff uh, on people's uh, confidence and also their zeal to uh, kind of start again or um, kind of pursue that goal that they were looking for. But what I, I in fact, this this series or this uh, episode is, I'm basing it from uh, a preaching that I heard in the church and I'm talking to you as an entrepreneur or as somebody who really wants to change your life and move forward. What normally happens is that when you set your goals and you are not able to achieve them, that can be really frustrating. And some people uh, would just uh, kind of give up and would not want to try again. But do you know that uh, small businesses, 50% or no, not 50, it's more than that, 90% of businesses fail in their first uh, five years um, of, of starting. But how many of them get started back up again? Because when you start a business and you fail, that can be demoralizing, that can be soul crushing, and potentially that can be devastating in terms of your family finances. Bearing in mind that for uh, for somebody to start a business in a proper business, you're looking at between twenty and fifty thousand. So that if you sink that kind of money into a business that didn't work, yes, that could be a, a very big uh, challenge and a very big problem to you in terms of actually picking yourself back up and and then starting again. But the point is, it doesn't have to be so. Because when a baby is starting to walk, um, the baby doesn't just start with the footsteps and then start walking. No, they would fall time without number. And if you were to follow 
um, the, 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 the success stories of um, people who are successful, they probably, or most of them, I mean, now I do studies, uh, quite a, a lot of them as well. A lot of them did fail before. They failed a few times before they could finally crack the code. And what if your uh, your winning business idea was just round the corner? What if by starting again, you could actually do this? What if you took the, the learning uh the learning points from that failure and then progressing again. So four points I want to share with this um, in this episode are you kind of trying to forget about the old and start in the new. The uh, second one is to be able to start small because starting small is important. The third one is to look out for opportunities. And the fourth one is to aim to surpass where you were before. So the first one is forgetting the old. In fact, when you talk about forgetting the old, for the human being, it is hard to forget, especially if it is something that is so painful, it is hard to forget. But what we know is that if your ability to forget and move on actually helps you to open your mind up to other possibilities, other than keep being stuck in one thing and thinking about that particular thing that didn't work, that's stopping you. So I have come across so many people who would say, no, I don't want to do this type of business because one, they've ever done it before and it didn't work and they didn't even think about, okay, why didn't it work? How can I learn from it and move on? Or they have heard someone else who told them that this business doesn't work. I have started it and it didn't work for me. And for that reason, you know, there's no point. Uh, I remember when I started in online marketing, I uh, came across this gentleman and then he was saying, oh, those things I have started. I started and I paid a lot of money and then it didn't work. And I looked at him and I said, oh, okay, thanks for sharing. <laughs> like uh, like Patricia or something would say, when somebody says something uh, negative about what you want to do, just tell them thanks for sharing. And because that's just their opinion. It can't, it's, it's, it's not an opinion of yours. And if you, if it, the only way that it can have an impact on your life is if you allow it. If you don't, you are going to do your things differently and uh, could potentially win at this. And the other thing is also that it's only by trying and trying and trying that a lot of businesses succeed. Uh, because if you look at uh, Thomas Edison, who was the inventor of the bulbs, how many times did he fail? You know, over thousands of times. That is, did you say 10,000 times that he failed? But can you imagine if he stopped? And I also think about um, uh, this guy, Russell Branson. In fact, Russell is the, I, I often quote Russell a lot because I study him a lot. Russell is a guy who is the founder of ClickFunnels, which is a multi-billion dollar software company. Russell did, um, when he started first, he said his aim was to make £1,000 to support his wife for them to look after each other. <laughs> Not only did he know that he's going to become a multi-million dollar, uh, he's going to own a multi-million dollar company years down the lane. And he, do share, he does share a story where he says, 
the first time that he went on stage to speak, he had prepared, took him days and sleepless nights to be able to do his presentation, repeated it several times over and over. But when he get, got to the stage, guess what? He was, um, I mean, he did, he did what he could do, finished, and there was no applause, neither was there any sign-up. Can you imagine the humiliating uh, effect of something like that? He said he walked out into, uh, back. this was in a hotel, walked back into his, his hotel room and he stayed there for days. He didn't want to come out. But what did he do? After he was able to master the courage to come out, he's, he uh, repeated again and again and again. And then now he is uh, he speaks on stage. In fact, a couple of years ago, he spoke on 10x event, and what did he not do? He netted three million on stage, one presentation, like 90 minutes presentation. The only way he could do it was by picking himself up and repeating it over and over again. And he is one who is so so uh, passionate about uh, entrepreneurs starting all over again. Number two is to start small. Starting small is interesting. Why? Because a lot of us uh, would look at the work that we are going to do and it is overwhelming. I am one of those who sees a lot of things and then I get overwhelmed and I freeze. I don't know where to start. But even saying that when I started my uh, online journey, the, 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 the my biggest regret, I would say, was kind of starting in several places. So instead of being laser focused and uh, trying to master one skill, I wanted everything. I wanted it all. So I started with social media. I went into webinars. I went into public speaking. I went into what did I not go into? <laughs> you know, with that, when you do that, it's, yes, you're learning different skills, but at the same time, it's hardcore. It's difficult to be able to be laser focused. It's difficult to be able to get successes coming in quickly, as quickly as you would like it. So why don't you think again that if you are starting this time, start small. My mentor, Carol Hamash, would say, uh, which is look at me. When I'm starting a project, I would focus and give my 100% attention to that project I will make sure that I work at it and work at it until I master, if it's a new skill, until I master the skill or until I master what it is that I need to do to succeed. And I see that with her all the time uh, because sometimes I go to events with her and she is so relaxed, she's so chilled. And then sometimes I think, wow, you know, this is a lady, the busiest woman you could ever, <laughs> you could ever find. Somebody who has been in business over 10 years successfully as well, building one business uh, and another. If you find her start being in, a, in an event and how chilled she is, is amazing. And it's all because she focuses on one thing at a time. So why don't you think about that? Why don't you make that your goal this year that whatever it is that you want to do, uh, think about it and stick to one thing at a time. And if it means hiring the rest of the team to be able to get you to accomplish that goal so that you stay in the in the thing that you like to do most or the thing that you would uh, that gives you more much satisfaction and then kind of hand over the others to uh, to a team of staff or 
potentially go on Fiverr. In fact, on Fiverr, there are so many things there uh, that you could achieve in terms of hiring somebody to do uh, one or two things for you. So go on Fiverr, find the people and um, get them to support you in the other areas that you will need support with. But uh, my recommendation is stay focused to that one thing that you want to do. The third is to be open up to opportunities. In fact, this is a big one for me because when you look at us around, everything around us, there's so many opportunities out there, but how many of us actually see it? So it is often said that when you uh, when you have a thought or when you're thinking about buying a car, what happens? You go out onto a road and then that particular car is what you see the most. Why? Because then your attention has been brought to that one. So that when you are looking, your eyes naturally will look and see. So that if you were looking for opportunities, what would you not see? You will see so many things. You will see countless opportunities that are out there that want people to take advantage of or to be able to move forward with. So think about that and look for opportunities. In fact, as a child of God, and if you are a believer, this is for you, that you seek uh, discernment, you pray for discernment to be able to see. In, uh, a couple of days ago, I was reading uh, our daily devotional where uh, uh, the pastor mentioned reference, Pastor Otabel mentioned reference to, um, to Hagar and her son Ishmael, when uh, they were almost, when the son was almost dying with tests, until Hagar prayed that the he, her eyes was open, that she saw a well, and then she got water to for the boy to drink. The well probably was always there, but she didn't see it until she started praying. So why don't don't you make that your prayer to pray for discernment to see the things that you that you haven't you couldn't see before see the, the positive side of things and especially when uh, an opportunity comes to look at it critically and then to look at uh, to, for you to be able to see the positive side. If you are not a believer, uh, visualization is one thing that uh, public speakers recommend. So visualize, uh, meditate and just uh, keep a focus on what it is that um, uh, visualize the thing that you want and it will the opportunities will pop up and you'll be able to see them. Last but not the least is for you to uh, aim to surpass what it is that you had before. I was uh, recently on the program, uh, an event where one of the leaders in the in the in the financial education space was talking about. Um, goal setting, how to uh, keep your CCMP, that is your concise mental picture, and how to ensure that you attract that thing that you desire to yourself. This is a guy who earns, what, uh, over £400,000 a year, and he has his goals written down. He look at them four to five times a day. That is so powerful. Why? Because... He, no wonder he's succeeding. And if someone who is earning £400,000 a year is looking at his goals four to five times a day, I wonder what you would be doing because if you are a twenty to £50,000 or £100,000 earner, you should be looking at your goals even more 
keenly because you want to do uh, something explicit. You want to go higher and you want to do more and more for yourself and for your family and for your world and for your community and for your nation. How can you do that? You do that by uh, aiming to be higher than you were. They always say, beat your personal best. So when you aim to beat your personal best, you realize that, yes, things will come together for you and just ensuring that you are crystal clear about what it is that you want and aiming to attract it to yourself. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you've heard, share this podcast so that other people will benefit from it as well. And I will surely come your way uh, once again. Take care. God bless.